And, you know, uh, it's another topic that's a, a lot of con- that's very concerning, especially for New Yorkers, is crime. Again, a cop was shot yesterday in the arm. It looks like it was a career criminal. Thankfully, the cop was only shot in the arm and he survived. But this guy, he shouldn't have been out on the streets. A police commissioner herself said it on the line with us right now. We have a Deputy Commissioner John Miller. Uh, Mr. Deputy Commissioner Miller, are you there? Right here. How are you doing? Good. How about we you, sir? Good. Very well, very well. Good to be back together with all of you today. Hey, John. We watched the uh, the um, press, conference. Uh, press conference a couple hours ago. Uh, uh, tell all New Yorkers what's going on. Well, a couple of things. One, we talked about the proliferation of guns on the street, as we've talked about on this program before. You know, one of our fundamental issues is for a place that has mandatory sentencing built into the law for people arrested with a loaded gun. We still see that 80 percent of our gun arrests from 2021 and 2022 are still walking around on the streets um, because uh, the law requires judges to set the least restrictive conditions when people are arrested in terms of not having them incarcerated. And we had a police officer from a team whose job it is to go get guns off the street shot last night by a guy who was out on a gun arrest that was made after police stopped him for jumping a turnstile. So you see the triangle of quality of life crimes um, lead to people involved in other violations of law, including violent crimes, and the frustration. The second part of what happened today was the mayor's call for the ATF. Uh, the federal agency that regulates firearms in America, to revoke the the firearms dealer license of a company called Polymer 80, which is the primary manufacturer of ghost gun parts. And and, and tell us, nobody understands what ghost parts, uh, ghost gun parts are. Let's uh, tell the average person what they are. So a gun is made of not a large number of parts when you assemble them. Uh, so the, the lower receiver is what they consider kind of 80% of the mechanics of the gun. You put a slide on that and a barrel inside the slide and a magazine there and you attach it all and you have a firearm, basically. So there's companies that sell the parts and then you log on to a YouTube video and it tells you how to assemble the parts into a gun. But under the current federal law, which is about to change, because they're selling the parts, not a completed firearm, it's not considered a firearm by these companies. Nobody's getting a background check. Nobody has a license. Nobody has a permit. And in New York, you know, we found 17 of these in 2018 and 50 in 2019 and then 150 in 2020, then 275 in, in 2021 and, you know, 153 in 20. We're, we're projecting now we're probably going to pick up between five and 700 ghost guns. No serial numbers, totally untraceable and totally functional as a firearm. And we're finding them in crime scenes, which means the, for the criminal element, a gun with no, fa- no father, no mother, no way to trace it, um, is a dream machine that deals death. Understood. And uh, how are the arrests going on uh, uh, people that have been caught with armed uh, with guns? Well, I mean, the good news is in the major felony categories, the seven major felonies, we are at a 21-year high for arrests. So nobody can tell you the cops aren't engaged. And in the gun arrests specifically, we're at a 28-year high. You'd have to go back to the early 90s to see um, any time the NYPD made more gun arrests than we're, than we're making right now. 
Um, but, but can, can we, also, if we have to release him eventually, people aren't going to jail. If we right. have to release him and not going to jail, can can we make their life miserable at least? I, Deputy Commissioner, yeah. there's no question that you guys are working very hard. But what's the point of arresting all these people when they're just being released? No, can we make these people's lives miserable? At least put them in jail for two days or one day. Well, you know, John, one of the things they could do, uh, it was done when Senator D'Amato was Senator and Rudy was U.S. Attorney. Have the feds prosecute some of these cases. Uh, let them ride along with, with our units, and they take their arrests and put some of these people away. Uh, John, as, as John very well know, um, during our years, Rikers Island had a population of around 18,000 18, uh, prisoners uh, waiting, waiting for either trial or to go upstate. Uh, today, we stay in the, in the threes or fours um, in an attempt to close Rikers Island. I think, you know, we're kidding ourselves. The cops could do a job 100%, and John, you notice, if they're not supported by legislation with this bail reform, we're only just spinning our wheels. Until somebody go and kick the teeth in of these legislators that's doing what they want to do and not what the people want done, we're going to stay in this rat maze. You know, we got to take on Albany. We have to. I don't understand why we're not. Well, I know the mayor has been to Albany to talk to them. I know the police commissioner has been to Albany to talk to them. Um, but, I mean, these well, aren't John, always fact-based conversations. John, tell them to basically go up to the Bronx in Hastings District mm. and, and hold a town hall and let his, let his voters know, well, he's responsible for the bullets flying in your district. We we got to take this head on. We just I, had a 17-year-old kid got shot out of Mass well, maybe, High School. Maybe Another one died at Lincoln maybe Hospital. Maybe we have to point it out to the, to the other politicians and let the other politicians go in, into those neighborhoods and, and, and with bullhorns and telling, telling the right. people what's going on. Right. I mean, how do politicians get elected and then do what they want to do, not what the people who elected them want them to do. Yeah. And they want them to reduce well, crime. Well, it's this, Rudy Washington, it's this November and this primary, we have to make a difference. And if we don't make a difference this, uh, this uh, November, I am worried about our city and our country. Yes, you're right, John. What else? Well, we we stay out of the politics business, but we're very we're very good on the education business. Meaning, we're happy to say, you know, here's the problem. Here's our analysis of what's causing it, and you know, here are ways to fix it. Here's one thing that is certain: is we didn't wake up one day to quote uh, a, an earlier police commissioner and forget how to do policing. We had the largest crime of any major city in the nation. It's when multiple conditions changed, many of them in the law. Um, that we found challenges that we never found, found before. I mean, there has not been a time in modern history where this many people have been walking around with guns, um, not fearful of consequences. That's exactly right. That is exactly correct. And we stand by your side, uh, Commissioner, and uh, we're all going to work together to bring New York back uh, to, to where it used to be. Well, appreciate always these conversations, John, uh, with you and your team. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you again for the great job you do in, in uh, keeping New York safe and continue to speak out for New York. And uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, I think we have former Commissioner uh, Bill Bratton on. Right. Yep. We're going to talk to Bill Bratton and we're going to talk about how even crime and chaos is keeping workers out of offices and keeping New York from opening back up like it should. Keep it right here. Cats at night.